going on, y'all? Welcome to the Wasn't Good Though podcast, where we discuss, debate, and sometimes argue on movies and TV shows, old and new. I am one of your hosts. My name is Jazz. And I am Jason. A few house rules before we get into this review. One, please have fun. Two, please like, share, subscribe. Let your people know, let your friends know what we are doing over here at the Wasn't Good Though. Number three, we will be spoiling this review. So if you haven't seen it, stop here and come back after you've seen it. And lastly, not le- and certainly not least, this is not a kid podcast in any way, shape, form, or fashion. So if you want to listen with your children, that is on you. That is not on us. I am here to let you know. Please stop or continue. Let's get to this review. Yes, gentlemen, are y'all ready for this? First time ever collab with the Was It Good Though podcast and the evening at the movies. <laughs> uh, I'm born ready. All right. All right. What's going on, y'all? As you can hear and as you can see, we have a collab right here live. Casey, thank you for, uh, well, it's a collab, so it's not you joining us or us joining you. It's just pretty much we did an episode a couple of weeks ago um, on mass debaters. Yes. Every time I say it out loud, it's just like I, I realize. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had a, a discussion with somebody the other night about that. And it's like, I go around and I try and hype all of our shows. But when it comes to mass debaters, I have to make sure I clearly, <laughs> syllable by syllable, say the name. Because otherwise, as you can tell, if you say it too fast, it right. might sound a little bit in a little bit inappropriate. Yeah, and I think we pretty much plugged uh, the show on our episode 68, and our uh, guest was just like, wait, did you say masturbators? And it's just like, <laughs> that's pretty much how it's supposed, pretty much supposed to be. But um, Casey, uh-huh. Casey, go ahead and plug your uh, podcast really fast. So, um, I am one of your co-hosts for an evening at the movies. My other two co-hosts are a little bit under the weather and um, prepping for Oklahoma, Texas this weekend. <laughs> Just saying, but um, an evening at the movies is everybody's favorite movie-based podcast where we eat stale popcorn, we drink watered-down sodas, and we discuss all of our favorite movies and why we love them. Sometimes we discuss crappy movies, though, so it's not all great movies. But <laughs> we, we, we get deep. We get funny. We get hilarious. It's a lot of fun. If you guys have not checked out An Evening at the Movies, I highly recommend checking it out. You can find it wherever you get your podcast listening fix. As well, I also recommend checking out um, all of the shows in the I Did Not Make These Rankings podcast network. Mass, Debaters, The Simplest, Crime Rewind, Crushgasm, Men of the Prize, and uh, Love is Black. All great shows, all great hosts. Check them out and give some love. They all work hard for what they do and are great people. So that's what's up. That's what's up. Thank you. And we mm-hmm. are here. We're going to discuss, you know, Casey, when I sent you like which movie I was recommended, it took me until today to be like, damn, I should have did something on the horror side because I see you guys are in y'all horror fest as well as <laughs> us. And I was like, here I go trying to go for something comedy. And I'm like, damn, 
Definitely should have did a horror. I know. I dropped the ball, Jason. I've I've told her she she swears she's so funny. So that's what she tried to play into. Whoa. What nah, it, it, it's all. It's I'm funny. It, like they ain't no she fake. But and we're I mean we're discussing a good funny movie. Like we're doing horrible bosses. Dropped in 2011. I mean, weren't y'all excited to actually wanted to have a conversation about this movie? Like. I was. I mean, I truthfully, I haven't seen the movie since, well, I watched it to prep for this, but I hadn't seen it since I saw it in the movie theater. So it's been, what, 12 years? Yeah. I've so seen it since. Definitely. Seen... It was definitely a trip down memory lane. I've seen it since then, but I, I remember just all the movies that came out around that same exact time. Um, so you see like Jason Sudeikis and a lot of different things. And I recently um, picked up on Always Sunny in Philadelphia. So it was dope to see Charlie Day here. Um, mm-hmm. Then just remembering his, well, his character in Always Sunny in Philadelphia. So it's dope to see that as well. I would say watching it, I just started watching uh, The Morning Show with Jennifer Aniston. Dope show series that's on Apple TV and... I'm not gonna lie, like Jennifer Anderson is one of those actresses where I forget how comedic she is, or I just never appreciate it, but I love a lot of her movies. Like she is hilarious. Okay, so you're like, oh, you left it right now. I'm I mean, I'm not gonna lie to her character in this movie. <laughs> oh damn. Yeah, no, we 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 can say Adele was pussy, because I would have took it. <laughs> I would have done it. I would have done it. Look, Dale and, was being I mean, loyal and faithful. Oh, y'all didn't. Yeah. Well, no, I just like Amanda and I, because we're both diehard Friends fans, have brought up this topic and we both pretty much agree that um, she's one, Jennifer Aniston is one of those ageless wonders that doesn't matter how old she gets, she still looks 25, 28 years old. Yeah, I mean, I would say like looking at this uh this movie and then We Are the Millers, love both, and then yes. of course Horrible Bosses too. So she was, I think she was probably one of the wildest characters in this. Her and probably Colin Farrell, because or no, that's not his last name. Um, what was the Coke son's uh the actor? It's uh, um, um... Colin Farrell. Yes, it, it is Farrell. Okay, okay, yes. so I had it right. Those two was probably the wildest yeah. ones in this movie, but yeah. So I mean, yeah, I mean, I can... he's probably the bigger asshole than she was. Well, no, no <laughs> nah. she was an asshole too, but I'm... but I mean, most legitimate, you know, men aren't necessarily going to be overly offended by her per se where Colin Farrell's character he was a dick <laughs> I like Colin Farrell though he got a lot of range man he can he can do the real serious role he can do the comedic role um of course he's in Batman <laughs> I'm excited for the the penguin TV show coming well don't don't hate on that I'm not it'll come I guess it's not nothing I'm looking forward to but it might be fire. It might be fire. 
But we pretty much at the opening of this thing, we got introduced to all the guys. Uh, who was y'all's favorite between Nick, Dale, and Kurt? Let Casey answer that one for me. I think they all kind of sort of have their moments. Um, I probably lean a little bit more on Dale. Okay. I'm not mad at that. Um, I think I'm going to go with Kurt. <clears throat> I'm going to go with Kurt because he was just like the um, kind of perverted. Yeah, fucking all the time. Was, he was kind of perverted. <laughs> I'm gonna Just go with a wee Nick. Bit. <laughs> Yo, Kurt was wild. How are you? You coming to this party? And we gonna be jumping around in this episode, you know. But mm. and you getting over? You getting mouth from the daggone dude who you supposed to be trying to kill his wife? Kurt, like, what if you he, doing? If you, I mean, he been he's been fucking my friend for how many years? It's, 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 somebody has to get get back one way. Wow. Actually, I'm not upset with that logic. That makes sense. But out of the three, I'm going to say Nick, because he was obviously the one that was more level-headed and responsible. Of course you pick Nick. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, why not? So who do you think had it worse with the situation from their boss, especially after Kurt's boss died because they was obviously cool and best friends, but then you had Colin Farrell's character and it ended up taking the company, like who had it, who was in a worse situation? For sure, Nick. Uh, uh, I, yeah, I would probably go Nick, just for the pure fact Kevin Spacey was a hardcore <laughs> dick. For lack of a better metaphor, but I mean, damn, could you be any more of an asshole than Kevin Spacey was? I like his character though. Like, hey, like he's like he like I could see him probably being like that for real. Like you, have, you ever seen somebody act? <laughs> well, <laughs> come on, yeah, Kevin Spacey, yeah. <laughs> um, just seeing his like, just seeing how he he took on to the role. He played like the 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 nice guy that really was evil. Just the whole the whole way he played that. I, I it it, was, it went really well. I thought it was wild when he was just like, yeah, so the vice president is going to be me. After having Nick bust his ass, miss his Gam Gam's funeral, and he laughed yeah. in his face. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, literally, like, oh my god, you're Gam Gam? It's like, could you be any less sensitive? I mean, obviously the guy lost his grandmother. But at the same time, yeah, it adds that whole rich element of assholeness to the character. Because, like you said, Nick busted his ass to get that promotion. And then he literally just, yeah, you know what? The new VP is me. And that's how <laughs> it's going to be. I, I'm, but, but at the same time, I'm only going to take 85% of the money yeah. allocated for my raise. Yeah, so you're going to leave 15% on the table, but you're going to take 85% and put it in your pocket. <laughs> okay, asshole. And then he's going to expand his office 
gonna bust the wall. Then, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna bust this wall out, and then you know, make my office even more big and more luxurious than it already is. I was hoping the scene where Nick, Dick. like, went up to him and just beat his ass. I was hoping that was real. But then I was just like, nah, it's no way. <laughs> and the fact yeah. that everybody else in the office was pretty much laughing and cheering him on. Like, everybody hated Kevin Spacey's character. But he was, like you said, as an asshole, like those kind of managers. And Nick is just like, wait a minute, bitch. That, you've been hinting that that's supposed to be mine. He was like, yeah, you worked hard, but nah. <laughs> and so. Well, I think we've all had bosses like that in our life, maybe not necessarily that much of an asshole, but we've had bosses that had been jerks and a pain in the ass to deal with. I definitely. When, when was the last time y'all, what was y'all horrible boss? Can y'all recall the last, the last horrible boss y'all had? Yeah, I can. Uh, he was a dumbass. Uh, <laughs> like, he was a pure dumbass. But I'm not going to lie, like, I gave him, like, really, I, I, I didn't take that man serious at all whatsoever, because he would, anytime he would put my name down, he would spell it J-A-S, and I would stop him and correct him and say, I need two Z's every time. Like, he just I like mean, I get that, too, because I'm that guy who always, growing up, whenever anybody would write my, my name out, it'd always be C-A-S-E-Y, not K-A-S-E-Y. So it gets old really quickly when you have seriously K, not C. <laughs> K, not C. Oh, okay. okay. And then two days later, it's like back the same to C. Shit. It's like, oh my God, are you fucking kidding me? All right. So, yeah, I wasn't an asshole. He deserved that then. Thanks, Casey, for co signing that. <clears throat> Man, I, don't know. I would say probably I had a boss. Oh, probably a year before COVID that like didn't know how to deal with clients, didn't know how to deal with employees, was a ruthless dictator and it really made and when you're spending forty hours a week working your butt off for a company life's too fucking short to be annoyed and pissed off and angry over stupid ass freaking bullshit because you have a horrible boss. That's a fact. That is a fact. Jason, you got one? Man, hell yeah. Um, That's why I left Home Depot. Man, I was in that bitch. I thought that was going to be my... I was like Nick. I thought Home Depot was going to be the end all, be all. I didn't, you know, I was just a kid that coasted in high school. I was, I was cool with being the C student, the B student. I was, I was, I was right there. I was perfectly fine. I didn't, I didn't really care to go to college, but my parents said I had to go. So I went and then they said I needed mm -hmm. to get a job if I wanted to do the things I wanted to do. So Home Depot was the first job um, outside of high school. I had worked at Pizza Hut prior to that. I worked at um home depot in college i was at home Depot. like i was gonna get fired at home depot like three or four years uh when i worked there and i finally made it into management but then when i made it into management i started kind of taking it serious i'm like man i can i can this is actually pretty cool this is actually pretty good 
I had the manager with me. Uh, we're gonna say this like Kurt, Kurt boss, man. I love my manager. He was he was mentoring me, he was teaching me, he was taking me out the state, showing me different things, all different classes. And then he he had some kids and he had he wanted to go be close to his children. And they brought in this fucking midget. Was it a real midget? In my story, he is. Okay. He had a he had a he had to so you know, um, I was just used to just being over opinionated maybe and like my boss it wasn't like he he wasn't he 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 didn't feel threatened by my opinions or my thoughts like he may he may have said hey jason you know you don't want to do like this like this so, you know just call you out in certain instances but like this dude was like trying to knock me down to size in every situation like he broke me up two times in like two weeks and i was like bro i haven't been written up in like four or five years like what is this like what's going on um, but he began to play with my time and I had to leave that company like all together. Like, you know, people don't quit jobs because of jobs, they quit people. And I definitely quit because of that MF for that man. Yeah, that's true. Cause that's just like saying a lot of people stay at jobs because of the people and not because of the job. When that's you got like a good crew around you. That's why his bitch ass got fired, Mike Rutledge. I hope you fucking burn out here. Dropping names. Oh yeah, no, nah, we gonna keep going. We gonna we gonna keep that name forever. I never forget him. Mm. Well, hopefully he'll sub still subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> but since like the guys seem like you know after a shitty day at work, which everybody deals with, they go to the bar, and we actually find out like Dale has a he's a registered sex offender. That's why I feel like Dale might have it worse because he can't pick and choose where to work. Cause it's not true. I'm Casey. Whose situation would you of the three men? Whose situation would you rather have? As far as a horrible boss. So, so, um, as far as a horrible boss goes, I am a forty-six year old male, and at the end of the day. I would prefer to not have Kurt and not have Nick's situation. And Jennifer Aniston can sexually harass me all she wants. Just saying. All right, K Casey, let me throw in some parameters in here to make this a little more spicy. Let's just okay. say you are a faithful man. You got a woman at home. You don't want to mess oh, that well, up. Damn. Right. I got to throw that in there because that's what Dale has. And you know... Well, no, that you're exactly right, though. I mean, there is all that little hitch in the giddy up. Um, if you piece together everything like they pieced it together in the movie and like you're a faithful, you've got a fiance or a wife, baby mama, whatever at home. I would say probably. Dale probably has it worse only because of the fact that you could get divorced and you can get slapped with child support and alimony and all of that. And that shit would get expensive. And he can't pick and choose where to work because he got that, <clears throat> that record. Yeah. So, ja so Jason, with those parameters, who has it worse? <clears throat> Nick Steele. I'm, I'm, if I'm Dale, Man, look, I you know, 
this is gonna probably this is gonna be my three for three jazz. I'm trusting that she's not gonna tell on me. So you you remember that lie they used to tell online where it's like black men don't cheat. Um, <laughs> even in hypotheticals, y'all shouldn't be cheating because like, all right. But no, I think Nick definitely got it worse. Easily, Nick has the worst situation. Um, I mean, you can you could make arguments for any one of the three of them to have a bad yeah. situation, whether you know it's Kurt and his coke sniffing boss, whether it's Nick <laughs> and his Kevin Spacey boss, or oh Jennifer Aniston and her sexual harassment. <laughs> Do y'all think if he would have okay? Let's just say hypothetically, if Dale was like, "All right, I'll sleep with you just so you know how it is." Do you think she would have tried to double back? Or a one time is a good time for her, and she's just like, I'm done. Mm, I guess it all depends on how it was. Like, it could be so horrible that she tell, or it can be so great that she comes back. Mm. That's a risk. That's a horrible risk. Do people snitch if it's bad? People snitch if it's good. Well, X-Men, yeah, because they want. <laughs> I. I get it. I mean, people are going to... If it's not good, there will be people who will open their damn mouth and say, hey, freaking so-and-so didn't know where to put it, didn't know how to use it. (laughs) And it's like... You know... I've had girlfriends before where it... Yeah they talk amongst themselves back and forth behind your back and whether they're telling the truth or not, it is what it is, but they all freaking gossip. Not that the guys don't gossip either. Don't, I'm not saying that by any stretch of the imagination because guys locker room talk just as much as the girls and their coffee shop talk. That is I mean, very true. Jason can attest to the fact that we locker room talk. Jason, people, I I was going to say, people that's listening can't hear you shaking your head, so you got to... Yes, 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 it happens. happens. I used to do that all the time when we started an evening at the movies. Amanda literally would have to... People can't hear your nod. It's like, okay. I only do it. I only do it when I don't want to, you know. Yeah, he he does it on purpose, because he'll just be like, oh, Jazz is right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm." I'm like, "Ah, we can't hear you. People be listening. They, they <laughs> right, yeah. But, cool. but question, question. Um, before you before you continue, so at the point of you know they they where they go for relief afterward. What did y'all what, what do y'all do to decompress from just one of those shitty days y'all have had at work? Uh, I'll get some. Any more for me? Yeah. And probably I'm, try to see if I got an uh, edible on deck. That definitely is very beneficial. Um, The last thing. So between myself and Amanda and Shanna, your three, an evening at the movies hosts, and then all everybody else in the network, Dre and Harvey and Kendra and all that. If one of us needs to do decompress and do an episode we could literally probably pull one out of 
thin air and you know get online and freaking do an episode just like that. But it's dope. Yeah. Otherwise, like having a glass of wine, edible, something to get away from the stress, because <clears throat> at the end of the day, that that stress is a bitch, and if you have to bring that shit home with you, it ain't worth it because it causes a whole big freaking headache. That yeah, not worth it. That's you a fact. Cut ties and leave that shit up. Fucking work. <laughs> That's a fact. That's a fact I've been dealing with. Um, <clears throat> dealing with like people new into the job. People are saying like, you know, they're taking the they taking the job home and they're studying things. I'm like, man, if I don't. It's, there has to be there, there has to be a fine work life balance between anything um, that you do. But I'm big on, especially now, like peace, like having that peace, just having that that decompression. So whenever I leave work, get off work. I'm playing with the kids. <clears throat> I'm playing, getting the music going. Um, shit, I might hit jazz up. I don't know. Ain't no telling who. I might just hit somebody up. Like, hey, what's up? How you doing? Check in. X, you know, X, Y, Z. But then, uh, um, when I was smoking, yeah, I definitely would. That would definitely be my my go to for the day. That'd be my. That'd be what I'm looking for for the end of the day. Right now, I'm just waiting for my, my card to come back through, and I'll be back. <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I've had days where it's literally like you're counting down those last hour, two hours, whatever, because you know at the end of the day there's either going to be a bottle of beer, a glass of wine, whatever your case may be, maybe an edible, maybe a blunt, whatever. And it's like, can this day hurry up and get over because I know what's sitting at home waiting for me. <laughs> nah, that's true. And working from home is probably worse. Like I, <clears throat> let me let me let me take the back. I I enjoy working from home, but it's like, damn, what happened to separation of church and state? God damn, I'm. It's like I got. That's where I work from <laughs> over there. It's like I used to, I, I I used to I enjoy the ride going back home, but I like I just like driving too though. So I I may still just take that night ride. I I enjoyed it. Yeah. I just because I'm one of those people that definitely, at the end of the day, so I can get home, I will climb in the car, hit the ignition, roll the windows down, crank the freaking stereo up, and just sit back, hand on the steering wheel, and just cruise home. Sometimes I'm not going rushing home. I just take my time and just drive and drive and drive. Let just let my thoughts mellow out. Yeah. That's, but, I mean, that's def- definitely very helpful. Let me ask you this, since you said that. What is your, uh, like, music of choice to decompress to? If you got to turn a playlist on, like, what kind of stuff is on that playlist of after a shitty day at work? If I'm trying to get rid of the shittiness of the day, generally I will turn on, like, 80s music because it helps mellow me out right if it's something that really has me pissed off and upset and i'm not ready to let that shit go i will definitely crank on like some heavy metal like you know head banging you know keep the blood boiling kind of but again that's not necessarily the healthiest way of letting 
all the tension and anger go though too. So Yeah. <clears throat> oh yeah. Um, um, sometimes I like to because some things I like to go head into, so I have a punching bag. So yeah, I'm I'm hitting that as hard as I can, just boom, 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 boom. Um, but yeah, you know my music is it just depends. It depends on my mood, what I want, whatever I want to go into at that moment. Okay, mine is pretty much uh the same around the board. Sad shit. So that's pretty much what I pretty much go to. Something sad and. Somebody lost their love of their life. It just gets me back to where I need to be. So, unless I'm in a gym, then I don't listen to nothing sad. I'm pretty much listening to rap. But let me ask y'all this: like, when the guys are at the gym, at or excuse me, at the bar, and they're pretty much trying to decide what they're about to do, and then they see an old friend, and it was somebody I think they went to school with, and he had a That's successful cool. job, and he was just like, "Yeah, the market is trash out here, y'all." Like, I got. You know, I ain't got no money. Can y'all buy my drink? And then he was like, actually, uh, let's go ahead and I hype this up. Like, can I give y'all a hand job outside, like $4 each? Like, how are y'all like handling that type of situation? Because that just seems <clears throat> completely wild and like left field. Uh, personally, that's um, one of my least favorite reasons for going out is because I always end up having people gravitate to me that's like can you get me a freaking you know can you get me a drink i'll freaking get you back on payday or whatever or can i bum a cigarette from you or whatever the kid it's like fool i work my ass off 40 hours a week for my damn paycheck and my paycheck is supporting my damn habit i'm not <laughs> trying to support your habit as well i respect it I was scared where Casey was going to go because I'm like, do you go to places where people just offer you hand jobs out of nowhere? Like, does no. that just... No, 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 no. What, like, what, does she, what does she look like? <laughs> Yo, it might not even be a well, I mean, Casey. She like... kind of sort of has the Washington State lumberjack beard. <laughs> well, you know. <clears throat> hey, but... Uh, what else? Oh, oh, man, man. I had a thought. I had a thought. Um... Jason, do you go to places like this in Little Rock to where somebody just rolls up on you? That's just like, can you buy my drink real quick? I go ahead and handle you with a. That's what I was gonna go with. Um, um. So you know, <clears throat> the hand job isn't. It's 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 a it's a undervalued um, gesture. Um, it's a skill. It's a real skill. Everybody doesn't. Everybody doesn't have it. So. That would that that wouldn't be one of the things that would appease me. Uh, so yeah, no, I I wouldn't pay for the forty dollar handy um, at all. That just seems really expensive. Yeah, you because because well, that's the market. At for the end me. of the day, if you're paying four dollars, if you're paying four dollars for a handy, <laughs> probably isn't going to be that great to begin with. Because <laughs> I'm curious, if you're charging forty dollars, how much you charging for some mouth? Would it double? I don't know. Because hmm. I would think I... like if you give a mouth and you throw a hands in there too, so or both hands. So it might be probably triple. But I don't know. I don't know. I thought <laughs> I thought the, the the other part, the market was 40, but I could be wrong. I don't know. What other please go in go further ahead. details. 
No, nah, I know you're not talking about no ass, Jason. According to Twitter, it's forty dollars. Ass is forty dollars. According to Twitter, Twitter just be locked. That's crazy. They, these bitches ain't making nothing. Yeah, I don't know what the going rate for none of that shit is. I personally have never paid for nothing like that. <clears throat> I've never transactionally but, paid for it. Forty dollars for ass seems a tad bit. Yeah, this seems a little bit light on my part. Yeah, that man, that's crazy. But <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Hmm. but then they pretty much they're trying to they come okay so the guys pretty much get together they're just like okay so we just gonna kill our bosses they they had these conversations out loud a lot because i just feel like anybody walking by would be like wait what they trying to do but they said it so sarcastically and not serious to where i guess you wouldn't take them serious how did y'all feel about the scene where they actually thought they hired somebody and it was Reed Richards. For anybody who has seen the original Fantastic Four, they would get that Reed Richards reference. <laughs> yeah, the guy whose name I can't freaking pronounce. That's why I just say Reed Richards. And his Sue Storm was Jessica Alpa. And his flame was oh, Chris Jessica Evans. Alba. <laughs> I'm not going to lust over Chris Evans on this episode because he is now married. But I wouldn't lust over him anyway. But like, how did y'all feel about this scene where he, uh, they found somebody on Men Seeking Men? Um, that, that was a Dale thing to do. Um, that was definitely a Dale thing to do. Um, yeah. I, wet work. That, that, wet work seems like a... Um, interesting job it's an interesting job I, I i see an influx of people getting into this this type of play i personally wouldn't on my side of the world but i mean hey i <laughs> see you got if you're looking for something on a discount jazz sometimes it doesn't end up the way you think it's going to it's going to end up what you think it's supposed to be Certain again i think it boils i think it comes back around to the whole if you're spending you know four dollars or forty dollars for a handy or whatever is it really going to be something that is worth it at the end of the day no nope. whatever the going rate is i don't know so <laughs> it was two hundred dollars and he thought he was going to get somebody to murder three people i watch enough snap episodes to know two hundred dollars is definitely not enough not that i've been inquiring but I do watch Snap, and they spend a lot more money. They get caught, but yeah. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, if it's because I know my luck, and I would accept the $200 and then probably get caught and go to jail. So is $200 <laughs> really worth me going to jail for 20 years for? I don't think so. So somebody better be landing my pocketbook big time <clears throat> before... I'm trying to kill somebody for you. Yeah, no, nah, it got to be enough money for me, for my family to be okay if I'm caught. So, nah. For me, when I'm caught, because I always get caught. <laughs> I mean, 
that idea didn't work. So they thought, let's go to the hood. And Kirk is driving and his vehicle has, it's like an on-star type of situation. And it's Gregory, but that's not the guy's real name because it's something that yeah. Americans can't pronounce. Atmanon. <laughs> That I feel like trying to pronounce his name beat their ass more than their own bosses in this movie. <laughs> but they pretty much go to the hood and we see some familiar faces. We had two people that was in this movie from The Wire, the series. Oh, you did. But I forgot. I forgot Bunk was in here until he popped up. Yeah. So we got to see uh and then Jamie, excuse me, motherfucker. Jason, what did you think about motherfucker? Um, motherfucker Jones. Uh, it, I feel like Jamie's character here was the same character he was in Baby Driver, which is like it was interesting to um to think about. But I I I mean Jamie funny to me, so I enjoy it. You know, somebody is some anybody like like you said, Jazz. If you're speaking out. He in a black club now, so they they paying attention to everything that's going on. Y'all sticking out like a sore thumb, and of course, if you go in a place like that, somebody gonna try to scam you. So he did what he was supposed to do. All right, what? Yeah. If you say so, I mean, you don't think you don't think so? I mean, it's definitely like you you they stand out, and you over here talking about who can I talk to 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 hire to kill somebody, asking wild questions. So, I mean, I get it. If you're willing to give somebody $5,000, there's no, you haven't vetted this person. You don't know this person's history, their track record. Y'all haven't, you've never had a conversation. Why would you just give them $5,000? Because he seemed scary. His head was a tattoo and he just had that confidence. Like he was faking it. I mean, at the end of the day, I always give people $5,000. <laughs> not. I'm not. They, they definitely weren't intelligent about it. Casey, how did you feel about um where he got the name, motherfucker Jones? <sighs> when he stole from his mama's purse. I might need. I mean, I, personally, I, I'm a big fan of the name. <laughs> to begin with so yeah I mean to me it definitely felt like a big huge cry to or a tribute to like Samuel L. Jackson and the fact he's the one person in the world that uses that word more than anybody else but I mean I like it I feel like Quentin Tarantino tells him in every movie that he's in, he's like, you have to say this at least 10 times. It's not in the script, but you just have to say it when you feel like the moment is right. I think 10 times might be a little bit light. True. Because he said it a whole lot on Snakes on a Plane. <laughs> yeah. Well, and yeah, it came out a lot in Pulp Fiction, too. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. But not but, in Django. Yeah. I don't think he was saying it. I don't, I don't think he said it in Django. But so no, I think you're right. But it would have been it would have been like 
it would have been weird for him to say that in Django, honestly. Especially looking at the time yeah. and everything that was going on in that movie. But uh, yeah, I don't think it was necessarily as fitting during Django. Right. So, and I think in the next scene we see them. They got the money together to give to motherfucker Jones, and he was like, "No, I'm gonna be y'all murder consultant." There's no way those three men couldn't beat his ass and get their money back. <clears throat> I mean, not where they were at, but I mean, they, they probably could have thought about that. But do you think any of these three men was going to do any kind of aggressively in aggressive fighting? No, but $5,000? I mean, but then again, I'm thinking like realistically, they were sitting in a booth. Three of them was on the same on the same side of the booth. Three adult men while on the other side is motherfuckers. I'm just like, why y'all all scrambled up on that booth together? But they, you think you think they should have they should have kind of surrounded him? I would have beat his ass. <laughs> y'all letting five thousand dollars just walk for a consultant? For the shit that you can just learn while watching the ID network? I mean, I, don't, I mean, you know, we we had Dale. He watched Law and Order. Got a point. They, <laughs> they talk shit about Dale and his Law and Order knowledge until they were able to utilize that Law and Order knowledge. But they I mean, at the end of the day, Law and Order teaches people a whole lot of shady shit to do. And it does. And they, for some reason, still went to the house. No mask, no gloves, none of that. When they went to um, Colin Farrell's house. Well, yeah, because you would think, you know, definitely gloves because it's going to hide the fingerprints. Masks so that, you know, worst case scenario, all you're going to see is somebody's freaking eyes. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, these guys weren't the most knowledgeable criminals out there. <laughs> Air quote. But also, they well, was... I, I mean, I wouldn't put air quotes out there, but I mean, at the end of the day, you know, they damn near went to freaking jail for all the shit they freaking tried to do. But then they was in there, in their, they were in their own car going to these people's houses. Like, if it was today, they would have definitely got caught. Like all the stuff they was doing, they would have had ring cameras, cam you know, all these different they got there was one camera, uh like street light camera, but outside of that, they would have been they would have been caught like a long, long time ago. And they parked Yeah, I don't house. remember. Yeah. And I don't remember twenty or two thousand eleven very much, but I don't feel like there was an awful lot of freaking traffic cameras around mm. as much as there is now like you can't do shit now without getting caught on camera that's a fact big brother is always watching at yeah. all times at all times i don't think well, we don't really have that like the street cameras here though in, in arkansas they don't really have them like this mm. i mean y'all can go commit some crimes well that's not on my mind but <laughs> as you know 
I think they, they pretty much catch people though, but nah. Mm. But when they was when they got into um Bobby Co- is that his name? The cocaine Bob, Bobby Pellet. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Bobby's house. We see Kurt go upstairs. Wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. he was doing some wild shit with the toothbrush. I was like, what like what is going on? That was I, nasty. I get it. I get it. That's something you doing, Jason? Uh, my butt is off limits. Only things leave <laughs> it. <laughs> Personally, um, so no, I'm not shoving things up there to get to for, for revenge. No, <laughs> that's that's not one of my revenge tactics. If I would have maybe put hot sauce on it or something, you know, some some silly, drop it in a toilet, maybe pee on it possibly but shove it in me no yeah no i i will back up jason on that one so if y'all were going in in but i would definitely like hot sauce pee on it dunk it in the toilet you know that's different but yeah ain't nothing going in me so if y'all were at your boss's house and it was obviously a shitty boss that she was dealing with. And you were just like, let me terrorize and do some nasty shit while I'm in their house while they're gone. Outside of the toothbrush thing, like, what would y'all do? Well, I, mean, I, I wouldn't be opposed to, you know, dropping my damn pants and, you know, like <laughs> cleaning the, the front area. You know, it is what it is, you know. It, there's plenty of other stuff you can do to a boss's like toothbrush or whatever, hairbrush, whatever the case may be, without necessarily having to stick anything up something. Um, what would I do? Like, I probably like I wouldn't like. I would probably go find some. Well, actually, I go to Home Depot. And- <laughs> I would get like full circle. I would get like some cedar mulch or something, and just pour it throughout the house. Cause it or or some manure, and just pour it throughout the house. Cause it's gonna be a moment to get it out of there. Went over his brother Mark Tremonti, who is the guitar. I would probably, I would probably try to see if there is like. Depending on where it's at, if there's like an anthill close, I would get a bag and put the ants in that bag and just let them motherfuckers out in the house. Somewhere in the kitchen or in their bed. No, definitely in the bed. In the bed or in the kitchen for sure. Because imagine trying to like get home and you like, oh, I'm about to go to, you tired, about to get in the bed and it's a bunch of fucking like fire ants in your bed. You ain't going to sleep. And I'll put them on the couch so your bitch ass can't sleep down there either. <laughs> yeah, I would probably do something like that. Hmm. Casey, you know what you're doing? Yeah. Um, I mean, the easy way to go would obviously be like dunking in the toilet, you know, 
whatever the case may be. Um, that's the fun part, though, is trying to come up with something genius and creative at the same time as gross and nasty at the same time because, yeah, if they're going to have to put their toothbrush in their freaking mouth, you gotta you got to go over the top with what you're going to do for payback. Right. But I think uh, after this thing, they go to they go to um, they go to uh, Nick's boss's house to do some recon over there. House full of cats, or it was just one cat, but that cat seems to be moving around fast as shit through the house and jumping on people. And they leave Dale in the car because Dale is still high from the cocaine from their last recon mission. Dale talking loud as shit. I would have definitely left Dale in the car too. Because he's just like, I'm going to honk the horn six times. No, bitch. Like, you're drawing attention to yourself. <laughs> like, what, what is happening? <laughs> he's Don't like, forget. Don't forget Dale. Did you just say Dale was high on coke? Did you, but, did you... but to be fair, so was Nick. Nick was high too. They was both high. But I guess that coke just hit Dale differently. I mean, drugs having a different effect on everybody. So you never know what I think they they need to, they need to coke. <laughs> I need to say effects uh very differently. So I don't be messing with that booger sugar. Yes. <laughs> but I mean, like Dale had an opportunity to let uh Kevin Spacey's character die, but he was like amped up. He said, "Man, I just saved somebody's life. Like, what's up?" But I don't understand why Dale didn't know what he looked like. And I'm going to say that's Nick's fault. Nobody knew what their bosses they only looked they only knew what Bobby looked like, technically. But Kirk knew what um Kevin Spacey looked like. Cuz that's how he was able to identify him from the window. He was just like, "Oh shit, he's uh stabbing uh Hawkman or whatever his name was." So that's what Kirk said. I think Dale was the only one that didn't know what the bosses looked like. What but you got Kurt, but Kurt only knew because when he was looking at his wife in the picture before they went to the room. That's why he knew. He still knew though. <laughs> that don't count. How? He knew what he looked like. What? It, it don't if matter Kurt, when. It... If Kurt was outside, he wouldn't have knew that that was it, man. Okay, I see what you're saying. He found out when he got to the house. Exactly. Got you, got you. Which was goofy anyway, because he had that hideaway rock and he gonna try to throw it through the window. Didn't break nothing. I mean, it, it it's plastic. It's not supposed to break nothing except it. You may break it. You would break that rock before you break anything. Some of them should be hard. Not saying that I have one outside my house, but some of them should be hard. I hope you don't have one outside your house. And if you do, you need to change it now. I don't have one outside my house. <laughs> If I get locked out of my house, I'm just gonna have to call somebody because it ain't no key sitting outside. You, like, not, you don't have to break you don't, you don't have to break into doors. No. Okay. Me neither. I was just asking. Yeah, I'm not I think that to hide the key in the rock gimmick is probably one of the dumbest things in the world that anybody could freaking do. So like my like as a kid, my parents did that. Just just my own personal opinion. Yeah. But that was like in. Oh, I think that we all did it right. when we were kids. But like right now, nah, it's definitely not safe because a lot of people expect it. They're just like, let me look around and see 
if there's something around here, I'm just going to be like, nah, let me just hopefully somebody is in the vicinity or the same city as me that I can trust and I can get them a spare key. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, you you can walk into any Home Depot or Walmart or whatever, and you can find the little whatever that you can hide the key in. So everybody knows that they're out there. So it's like, oh, I'm going to try and break into this house. Here, let me look around and see if they've got any of these freaking stupid-ass fucking rocks with the key hidden in it. Oh, look what I found. You got the key, and now you break into the freaking house, get what you need, freaking... Take off out the door. You got to hide it under one of your plants. Not that I'm saying that I got one hidden under mine, but, you know, just some ideas. <laughs> but when they, when the guys are pretty much trying to leave the um, Kevin Spacey's house, Kurt drops the cell phone mm-hmm. and it goes under the uh, the couch, which I'm just like... Mm-hmm okay, this seems like it's going to come back on them. But I mean, realistically, that just seems like a good idea. Like, you have three people that you're trying to get rid of. Try to plant stuff to where they can cross paths and, I guess, try to kill each other, even though I don't think any of them knew that they were capable of killing somebody. But Kevin Spacey's character was kind of crazy. And he was highly jealous. But granted, his wife was cheating on him. So... Pushed him over the edge. Yeah. I think it was at the surprise party. At the end of the day, fucking Kevin Spacey just dick. Yeah. Well, this is this is true. Because he was going off on um Dale for um well being outside his house, which I understand. If you was outside taking a night job, somebody sitting in front of your house, I'm I'm, I'm probably just going in the house, call the police, or get my gun. Because now I feel like you start like you you you're casing my house or something. Like that. What what are you doing? Um, just sitting out here, looking all suspicious. He had a really serious peanut allergy, <laughs> and then Dale's just stabbing him in the chest. That's He's a real thing, though. Most people that have peanut allergy, it's it's always yeah, very aggressive. Yeah, but I don't think they need to be stabbed as many times as Kevin Spacey was in this scene. Like, he stabbed him. He did the whole Pulp Fiction in the chest multiple yeah, times. I was going to say, I think ever since Pulp Fiction came out in the mid-90s, every, we get everybody has to understand ooh, legit and then ultimately you end up with a freaking person with the damn big-ass freaking needle sticking right out of the freaking chest. Never forget that scene. That shit was crazy. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, that whole movie was crazy. But yeah. Yeah. Once Uma saw... Thurman with a big ass freaking needle sticking out of her chest. Yeah. No. Ben Rames bent over in the basement. Yeah, that is probably the hardest scene ever in the history of cinema for me to watch. There probably is worse, but yeah. That, him and Bruce Willis downstairs in the basement and the bring out the gimp. Mm, no. I hit the fast forward button as fast as I can. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, that was definitely wild. But uh then we we pretty much like Kevin uh Spacey's character 
he's moving around trying to figure out if his wife is cheating. He finds the phone and he's just like, all right, fuck all of this. And then he goes and kills Colin Farrell. Were you, like, were y'all expecting this? I'm not going to call it a twist, but I definitely wasn't expecting him to actually be a killer. I wasn't expecting this kind of turn in this movie. Hmm. I knew there was going to be something. But I didn't necessarily expect that, per se. Right. It was a nice turn. It was a nice I turn mean, of this, events. This movie was definitely twisted enough that there was shit going on. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I knew he was going. I, I, well, I thought he was just going to beat him up, you know, because he was, because Bobby was into the whole kung fu karate thing. So I thought he was going, to, you know, try to pull his moves real quick and get his ass kicked. But him getting shot twice was was a wild what was a wild turn of events. Everybody was kung fu fighting. <laughs> <laughs> What movie was that? Where somebody was somebody jumped out and they trying to do the little kung fu and then they get shot. It was like, yeah, I'm not gonna do. It. Oh, uh, uh, Harrison Ford, Raiders Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones. Yeah, the guy. Yeah, comes the guy out comes to... out and he's all flipping with the <laughs> sword and he just like, Bow. <laughs> I feel like a few movies have done that though. Indiana Jones might have been the first, but I feel like it was a few movies where somebody came yeah. out and was trying to... I can't think of shit now, man. Like, I can't think of it now. But I think a few movies uh, have definitely tried that. But um, the guys are panicking because they just sitting there like... And for some reason, Nick sped away from that crime scene after seeing it. For Nick some called... reason? So, okay. In my opinion, when you see something like that happen, Running red lights does not benefit you, especially being that, especially when the camera, uh, a picture of you is taken because it's just like, why are you speeding? I understand that you're in a panic mode, but you see the cops found them. And then if you've seen 21 Bridges, the reason why those guys were able to get the cops on their tail is because they ran a red light. Oh, oh, oh. But I'm just, I mean, but come on now. No. He he's not no. thinking about any of that. He he obviously he went to the house to 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 commit murder. What <laughs> you panicking for when you didn't commit no murder? You was you're a witness. Your hands are clean of that whole situation. You saw what happened. Why are you panicking? That's Why are you there? That's the question. Why are you there? You don't you know can... anybody in this this area or this neighborhood. Jason, it's not against the law to drive around and sit in somebody's neighborhood. That's it's, it's not against the law. It's not. I can it, I can go it's suspicious. It it's can suspicious. Be all, it can be that all day, but it's not illegal. Mm. He didn't do nothing wrong. That's all I'm saying. I'm just like Nick. Relax. But just okay, so but just like what you're saying, like so when they went to and they got pulled up in the police station, it's like, all right. So yeah, you may not have killed him, but it's awful suspicious. The man that did kill, you know him. The person that you are with right now, he knows him, and you hanging out with a sex offender. You you did something. You did something. Nope. With all that stuff that you came up with, that that's all circumstantial. That you ain't proved nothing. Thank you for all that evidence. And plus, I think we said it recently. It's a small ass world. You could bump into somebody while you traveling and not even at a concert. So. 
it's a small world. Like, oh, really? My homeboy boss just got killed? Damn, that's wild. <laughs> that's, but you ain't got no you ain't got no murder weapon. You ain't got none of that. Did you find a gun on me in my car? Did you test my hand for any gunpowder? No? Then get the fuck out of here. So I'm just saying, because the cops gonna try to scare you in an interrogation room. And you sitting like there you. crying like steel. Like, <laughs> like you ain't do nothing. You sound like you've been interrogated a few times, Daz. You you sound real, real equipped for no. a situation like that. It's just my lawyer has prepped me. Just in case if I come across a situation like that. I'm not uh, man, no. But and plus I listen to a lot of crime podcasts. <laughs> I believe yeah, you. Yeah. There's enough of those out there. Because a lot of the times they scoop somebody up that has nothing to do with the murder and they end up doing time. Just because they were coerced or felt the pressure. They innocent as hell. But shout out to Dale, because he was able to do yeah. his law and order uh drop it uh the facts for him what you think about that casey well i mean at the end of the day you know being a hardcore law and order does have some benefits to it so because without that capability the whole situation could have been a lot worse than what it was Right. And he had a lot of confidence in what he was saying. It's just like, y'all just yeah. asking us questions? You can't book us. And the cops was like, no, we couldn't. Like, yeah, so we out of here. <laughs> Peace. But I thought it was funny. So before they uh even got scooped up by the cops, when they were trying to go look for a cell phone, the cop that actually was questioning them when they were in the car was the same guy that was in the old Spice commercials back in the day. Let me not yeah. say back in the day, but like a couple of years ago. I'm yeah. like, get your old Spice smelling ass from my damn car. <laughs> he probably smelled like old Spice on the set. He does a lot of little um, little roles like that. Yeah. That's dope. I and remember then, seeing him. I'm like, where have I seen him before? Yeah. <laughs> I hate when that shit pops up like that. It's like the Verizon guy. Like, I see him in movies like that too. Wait, yeah. what's that? You said the yeah, Verizon like, guy. Yeah, like a curly. Not the, not the. Are you? Can you hear me now? Not that guy, but the nah, guy with the curly. I the think curly he's in jail. Head. I think that guy's in jail. Was he? <laughs> or yeah, you talking, I think that's Jared from Subway. They look alike. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Oh, so the one that used to be for Ryzen, he went to Sprint, right? Yeah. He's a, he's a traitor. He, he's not loyal. Got you. Okay. The subway guy, he's in jail because they found child porn on his computer. Uh, yeah. Got you. Uh, stupid, stupid people. Yeah. But I guess, like, at this time, they were trying to figure out how to let the cops know that Kevin Spacey committed the murder. And they was like, let's go back to our murder consultant at the same club trying to get some money. The fact that he was like, I need a, more $5,000. And then he was like, two? But can you buy my drink? <laughs> <laughs> Haggle, man. If you go at white, your closed mouth don't get fed, Jazz. 
So you might as well. They were close mouth doesn't get a handy. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I guess. I'm gonna leave that for y'all. But you don't want a handy? I can't. Nah. Is, is that is that is that worth than a tip? <laughs> a handy or a tip? You gotta pick. <laughs> Uh, uh, oh, I'll probably say handy sounds weird because it's just like I think handy, I think of dick and hand just for I'm a woman, feet, fingers. So, fingers, or, and you, or, you, or, you, or you can pussyfoot. I've seen that around on, on the internet too. What? Oh, never mind. We didn't. You keep continue. <laughs> <laughs> this was about to go a totally different direction. <laughs> here jason can you explain because i'm curious now which I one i feel like we've got a rabbit hole and we just jumped way <laughs> down into that son of a bitch that's on brand for us uh -huh. there's a young lady <laughs> on the internet with a foot inside of her no 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 can you kick it no no okay. fuck no ew no nah Mm -mm. All right, I'm gonna say fingers. Like, no. I mean, you say you say you don't like it girth. You like length, so I mean, you might want a twelve size twelve. I don't know. Oh God, that sounds terrible, Jason. I don't. Uh, no, no. People, women can produce whole babies, so I know a whole foot ain't that bad. Jason, <laughs> that's coming out. You talking about a foot going in and out? It's doing both. Nah. That would look wild. Like trying to envision a dude that's like this, this. He's playing soccer. Like no, nah, mm, nope. I'm gonna take the fingers. That's what my vote's gonna be. I don't even remember what your initial question was. It's with fingers a tip, right? Because the tip yeah. is a trap. Casey, question for you. Since this is completely we are real, is just a tip. Yeah, a I kind of sort of opened the door for that. <laughs> is just a tip a trap? G Yes. Thank you. Yes. All right. That's all I needed. <sighs> Don't say nothing, Jason. There's nothing you can say anyway. But so they pretty much go to Kevin Spacey. I feel, I feel like I can speak for myself and both of my co-hosts as well. Yes, it is a trap. So that's three votes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Look, so, no, it's, 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 I'm going to tell you why it's not a trap. She consented. She understood exactly when you when when it was offered of just a tip. I mean, like work, waiters work, waiters and waitresses work for tips. So like it's not a, it's not too it's not that bad of a thing to just like just for the tip. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't see the correlation of that at all whatsoever. The tip ain't bad. It's not a trap. It's the gateway to more. Uh, <laughs> oh, Jason, Jason, Jason. Because <laughs> I, I, you know, I, it's the, it's the gateway. Because I mean, I'm just saying, how did you even get to a situation where the, you, you, like the how? tip? Yeah, easy. Be like, 
to be chilling. It's just like, let me just put the tip in. Like, no, no, no. Just so tip, we just wait, wait, wait. It. So we just so we we just sitting on the couch and it's like, hey, can I put the tip in? Like that. That's that's how that conversation. Goes. No, really, it could. We just chilling, vibing, like, mm. and maybe a sex thing came on on a movie that y'all watched on Netflix. I don't know. Get the vibes together. Or you might be watching this. Might be lusting over Jennifer Aniston. I don't know. I don't know. Be like, just a tip. Any situation can... How many situations are you in where tip tip was offered? Basically, when the tip is offered, it's more so, not all the time, but more so, the man is like, let me just put the tip in. Not a lot of women going to be like, let me just get that tip. Like, no. She gonna want the whole bank, but clearly she want. I mean, it's so. Is it a? Is she the one doing the trapping? Because like all, all he offered was the tip. <laughs> She's the one that didn't just accept just the tip. Basically, don't offer if you plan on giving more. Don't don't be an overachiever. Don't be an overachiever. Don't be a beggar. <laughs> You know, let's go. All right, let's get out this rabbit hole. Uh, <laughs> all right, so they're pretty much. Uh, at, what you got, Casey? <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say. Anyway, <laughs> so they're pretty much at Kevin Spacey's house, and there's a surprise party. And it was like, oh shit, we wasted a surprise on y'all. All right, y'all come on in. We need to go ahead and get back together. So we can get ready for when his character comes in. His wife obviously knows that he hates surprises. Which is probably why he was just like, this bitch know I hate surprises. She's like, we got him, y'all. We got him. And probably why she out here giving somebody else mouth who just said she just looks like a model. I'm not going to lie. Kirk was out here. He was pushing it a lot. He had uh, Meghan Markle because she was a FedEx woman, wasn't she, Jason? You spotted her at the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. Do you think she yeah. came back to get his signature? Oh, she might have. Or she got written up for not getting the signature. I mean, it all depends. I'm pretty sure they they should not write her up for that. It was it was small. Do y'all think their game plan of trying to actually record him was smart? Like doing it at the house, like confronting him and all of that? I think so. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, you've got to find a way to cover your own ass. So, if that's what you got to do, then that's what you got to do. And then we find out the person with the tape recorder is not in there. He's getting him some some sex, and it's funny because Kevin Spacey's character was just like, "Yeah, I did it. Don't care." And since y'all thought y'all was about to pull this blackmail shit on my birthday, I'm gonna go ahead and take both of y'all out. And we get kind of like a yeah. chase scene. I wasn't mad at that. Like, I mean, they they had a great plan, but Kurt just kind of deviated from the plan. I, truthfully, Kurt wouldn't have been the one that had it anyway. He's he's always in a different a different place the entire time, so I wouldn't have done that anyway. The one that was the most responsible should have been the one with the tape recorder, which was Nick. But Kurt been pretty much smashing the entire yeah. movie. But 
And then we get our chase scene at the end when it seems like the guys were pretty much screwed. Shout out to Gregory. Not for stopping the car, but for recording that entire exchange. What y'all think about that scene when obviously Kevin Spacey ran into their car, shot himself in the leg. First off, Gregory Yeah, he's a shady motherfucker. Go ahead. He's a shady-ass motherfucker for shooting himself in the fucking leg. I'm not shooting myself in the leg for nobody. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So to try to go through those links to get a to get your way in the situation is kind of crazy. But Gregory for shutting down the car, that was some that was messed up in itself as well. Tomorrow we have to shut it down because you committed a crime. Yeah. Is that messed up? Yes. I didn't ask you to assist me in the crime. What you stopping my car for them? Because they need to call the police so you can get arrested for the crime that you just committed. I didn't ask cool. to assist me, but here, just a tip. <laughs> <laughs> here, I got a tip for you, all right? Don't go swimming after a big meal. <laughs> Don't go walking down dark alleys alone. Yes. But yeah. I thought that was uh I thought that was funny that Gregory pretty much recorded that entire exchange. And so the guys didn't have to go to jail. So well, I mean, because otherwise the other recording pretty much got screwed up and didn't have the information on it that was needed. So, thank God for Gregory. He was too busy recording Kurt and uh, Kevin Spacey's wife having sex in his house. He probably kept that recording, too. Kurt seems like the type. Yeah, Yeah. he really does. Just play it back. Play it back like a a game of uh, a jigsaw game. (laughs) <laughs> man that's wild <laughs> man um what was it after they they did that they all had i guess they're all little celebratory moments um but it looked like nick still got like a, a horrible boss or at least a crazy one just don't bring him his coffee cold you won't end up in the trunk that's it that's what you can do to avoid that situation that's a wild situation to get into. People take their coffee serious. But yeah, I can say come, come spend any amount of time in Pacific Northwest. People don't fuck around with their damn coffee up here. So he might have been justified to put the dude in a trunk. Now I don't know how long he was in there. But he said, I need to take a shower. So he probably was in there for a couple of days. Yeah. Sorry to that man right there. Yeah. But you. (laughs) And we find out um, Marge isn't pregnant. He was walking around the office rubbing her stomach, though. So I can understand why they thought that. 
kind maybe of she way. just maybe she just wanted to feel on herself. Who, who's to say that she's pregnant? I don't I can't make her be pregnant because she's touching the stomach. You can't, but she did look pregnant. She for sure did. She for sure did. Yeah. You think Kirk was trying to make a move on her? Nah. Absolutely not. No, I've seen a lot of guys like Kirk who will still act all flirty and kind like he was acting to her. But yeah, still... At the end of the day, she had no shot of him getting it in. He was, she was not getting just a tip from him. <laughs> uh, clearly, Julia, aka um, Jennifer, Jennifer Anderson, Anderson, was not getting a tip from Dale. Ooh, no, you thought really quickly maybe it might happen, something might happen, but then all of a sudden, just when it starts to get really good freaking dude just out cold starts laughing it's like oh shit I'm caught sis starts talking to his dick like Julia was wild (laughs) she can be as wild as she wants with me I will not complain uh and then like motherfuckers outside recording it so now Dale is like look I got the recording of you trying to do this shit. You paying for my honeymoon. Right. And she couldn't do nothing after that. No, that's why you have motherfucker Jones. So that $5,000 was actually worth it. It was not. It was not. That that video footage was not. I mean, you know, I mean, it's not the I mean, that $5,000 got him uh, all expenses paid two-week honeymoon. And plus, it wasn't an actual 5000 from his own pocket. It was split, split between the three of them. Yeah. So. Okay, pro- split notes. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably, yeah, about 1750 so give or take. I don't do um, math, so. You're right. <clears throat> but it seems like the fellas all got a, a good, happy ending. So that was a positive. Was there any other scene that y'all wanted to discuss from this movie? I think we did a pretty good job at covering it all. I mean, at the end of the day, it's a great fucking movie. It's hilarious. Um, For me, I love the fact that um, you had the quote-unquote shout-out to Alfred Hitchcock and Throw Mama from the Train. I love Throw Mama from Train as a kid. So I enjoyed it. What is I would definitely go rewatch Horrible Bosses 2 and see if it remind myself as to whether or not it holds up to the OG. Yeah, that's the one when they pretty much got into business with each other. And I think it's got uh, Chris Pine, which I don't really like him. No. But I, I liked him in that movie. You're interesting. But I, I know that. But um, yeah, what? I don't know. Hmm. 
Hmm. I like I like horror blockbusters too. Though. I think it, it holds up. But was this was it good though, Jason? This movie. It was. It most certainly was. I enjoyed it. <clears throat> I enjoyed it. I like how I like Hall Pass better, but I do I do enjoy this. Hmm. Interesting choice. Another one of those that I haven't seen in a while. Yeah. If you watched it. If you put that on, you're gonna you're gonna laugh. Like you're gonna laugh, laugh, laugh. It's one of those movies that has a scene that no matter how many times I watch it, whenever I go back to it, even if I just YouTube it, I'm just like, man, this shit here, man. This dude here. I have a few movies like that that I could do that for. Which ones are they? Um. Oh. Um. I'm not. I'm drawing a blank right off the top of my head, but. <laughs> hey, see, I got a question for you. I was listening to one of you guys' earlier episodes back in August, and I know that uh, it was the episode where y'all reviewed uh. Midsummer. <laughs> so my question for you is: Have you gotten to chance to watch everything, everywhere, all at once yet? Not yet. Um, Damn. <laughs> mid, mid Midsummer it definitely was my first venture into the world A24. of A twenty four. Right. Everything. Seeing everywhere all at once is definitely something that has been literally slapping me in the face for a while. You need to watch it. You need to watch it. You need to watch it. And I definitely will be getting to it rather quickly. But damn, that Midsummer came out of fucking nowhere. Did you like it? Hats off. In ways, yes. It definitely brought a level of creepiness that I wasn't necessarily expecting. I'm not necessarily a fan of the idea of going on a European vacation and being out in the middle of nowhere with a weird wackadoo freaking cult that yeah. <clears throat> Jazz will... loves Jazz loves cults. Are we lying today? <laughs> we lying. Yeah, sure. I love that movie and I love Hereditary. The best things that I've ever seen in my life. Yep. You can I mean, hear. Midsummer, I, Midsummer definitely brought something to the table that I wasn't expecting by, by any stretch of imagination. And I would watch it again. Will I watch it 15, 16, 17 times? I'm not so sure about that. But yeah. Midsummer was a good movie. What, I'm glad. What's your... And supposedly everything everywhere all at once is better, so Easily. it is 100%. Easily. <laughs> but um... I, I don't like cult movies at all. Do not. Any cult movie that you can think of, I probably do not like it, especially the top main cult movies. Hate them shit. Uh, so, cases since, since we are in October, what's your what what you have a um favorite horror movies like movies that you just you go you, you have to watch when October comes around or movies you just get back uh, to often. My probably my first two top favorite horror movies of all time, 
as far as like slashers go, would be like the original and Nightmare on Elm Street one and three. It, Amanda and I butt heads over this one all the time because she's a Halloween girl. I'm a Nightmare on Elm Street guy, and the two never mix. It's always yeah, oil Halloween. and water. Halloween is better. Wait, who wins Hall- the who wins the debate when y'all are talking about Jason versus Freddy? Or actually, no, that's Jason, not Michael. My bad. Uh, Michael. We did a trivia challenge, and um, Amanda asked me Halloween questions, and I asked her Nightmare on Elm Street questions, and I'm depressed to say that she kicked my ass. <laughs> that just means you're not a good test taker. That don't mean you're not a good fan. That's 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 it. That's all that means. I agree with what Jason says. <laughs> um, <laughs> as far as like straight up horror goes, though. I love like Psycho, The Exorcist, Poltergeist, movies like that. Hmm. Okay. So, yeah, I'm definitely a huge, huge horror movie fan. And that's why I generally love September and October, because like September, we do Stephen King movies all month long. And then October, we do horror movies all month long. Unfortunately, we kind of sort of booked ourselves out a little bit too heavy in October this month or this year. So some of our horror movies are going to bleed over to November this year. No, I ain't no problem with that. What you got in your, what what you got in your slate? Um, well, we just released uh, an episode on the monster squad last week. We've got Buffy, the vampire slayer coming up. We've got Hellraiser coming up. We've got, um, Candyman coming up. Uh, Five Nights at Freddy's when it releases at the end of the month. Can't wait to see that. Hmm. That's a nice collection. It, lo- it, it looks interesting. So <clears throat> it um, does. I are you are oh, you excited you got, for the new Exorcist? I am only for the pure fact that it seems like they're doing right by it so that doesn't necessarily mean that's how it'll all play out when the movie comes out but you know we gotta see um it does look good it does look scary so yeah i'm excited um now check back with me after i see it and my opinion <laughs> might change we definitely will because we, we're, we're reviewing that one ourselves so we'll see and Jazz, I already said it looks like ass. So you shall see. Only reason why, and I have my reason as to why I, when I first saw the trailer, I was just like, nah, I'm not sold. And it's because like all the previous Exorcist movie or any kind of exorcism movie, there was never a black character because black folks don't really get involved with any kind of exorcism type of shit. We normally stay on the voodoo type of vibe. So with this one having... Yeah, like get out. Right. Or... Skeleton key, even though the main character was a white woman, but you also had her black friend like that told Mm -hmm. her don't fuck with voodoo. So for this one, I'm just like, all right, what what y'all bringing to us? And I understand they wanted to bring in something new to where you had two girls get snatched up by the devil. But I'm like, all right. So I'm curious. And I've been seeing mixed reviews as well. Now, if it turns out to be good, I'll definitely put that, drop that and say that. But if it turns out to not be as good, 
Jason, you already know where I'm be leaning. I'm going to be like, I told you this shit was going to be trash. <laughs> I don't think it'll be trash, though, but I think it'll just be like, all right. It might be trash. I don't think... I, I don't think it'll necessarily be trash per se. Uh, it may not live up to the hype. And that's definitely something that both Amanda and I got on board with last October when the last Halloween movie came out. Oh, where we are later. Um, we both came into that movie expecting this big, you know, the final battle between Jamie Lee Curtis and Michael Myers. And at the end of the day, I don't think the studio gave us what they were hyping up for the months leading up to the movie coming out. Mm -hmm. They didn't. Mm -hmm. So it to me it was false advertisement. (laughs) (laughs) The same studio is doing exorcist. So that's Another reason why I, I <laughs> tend to hold back on my, I'm not going to go all in with my excitement level just yet because we're looking at this is Blumhouse again. So, I mean, but Blumhouse has done in the past like really good movies. It's I don't think it's I don't I'm, it's not it's not Blumhouse. I think it's it's David David David, David, David Gordon Green. It's him. Yeah. I think that's what the uh, him and his team. Like, cause Blumhouse is just a production studio. It's right. not. Is I don't think he runs that. If I'm, if I'm not mistaken, right? He doesn't. He doesn't run that, right? I'm not 100 percent sure, but at the end Jason. of the day, all I know is they better not fuck this up. I mean, it happens. <laughs> Casey, when when you ever uh when you go see the new Saw film, I would love to hear your thoughts once you see that. I will definitely gladly give you my honest and real thoughts on that movie. I have some very real feelings about it going into because it seems like at a certain point in the storyline, things went weird. and I'll wait until I see the last movie before. Yeah, I give you my whole thoughts on it, yeah. but we'll definitely follow back up. It definitely the original, probably three, three and a half movies I saw were one thing, and then like everything that came afterwards <laughs> just it just feels a little bit weird. When we drop our Saw X episode, please check that out. It's the one we're dropping it on Tuesday, episode seventy. Please drop. Please check that out. We we uh we geeked out for high level for that one, but yeah. <laughs> we love horror movies on an evening at the movie. So when that drops, I will definitely gladly give you guys a shout out and encourage people to go check out that episode as well. Yeah, yeah, we were big on horror over here. So um, I guess we'll, as we wrapping it up, Jazz. What has you know? What what has your October looked like so far? What what horror movies have you watched um, this month? I mean, honestly, I wanted to get ready for our Saw X review, so I just been pretty much doing re- did a rewatch of all those films. Um, 
I'll probably pick up something off of Tubi because I feel like they're going to have a nice horror selection. But I don't have anything that I'm currently watching now. I try to at least get a nice Nightmare on Elm Street remake or excuse me, uh, rewatching. And of course, some Scream because I stand Scream. But stand what's craving. That too, shit. That's fine. Sure. And it ain't nothing wrong with a little Wes Craven. Or a whole lot. Here for it. I'm, no tips. Exactly. Not nah, that's not no, just no no just a tip for Wes Craven. Ain't, no, ain't no tip. I'm like, you get that shit out of here. Whole thing. <laughs> so, but oh, yeah. Yo, yo. <laughs> I'm a bit behind. Um my my horror my horror movie watch. What about you, Case? What 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 horror movies have you watched so far since um, you know, this October? A lot of it this month has been prepping for episodes that we've got coming up. So definitely like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, um, from Dust Till Dawn, Ooh. Hellraiser, um, stuff like that, Candyman, um. I'll always make time for Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, maybe if I'm lucky, I'll sprinkle in a little Halloween willy nilly throughout there. So, gotcha. there's definitely some classics that you can throw out there and check out each and every year. So, that's a fact. That's what's important. You can't let go of the classics. The classics are what brought us all to the dance. So, <clears throat> I appreciate the classics, but I'm not really a a huge rewatcher personally. So I'm always looking for something I hadn't seen. Um if I watch a watch a classic, typically I'm trying to introduce my children to it. I think last year we me and my my oldest daughter, we was doing we was doing some screen. We were doing scoring through the screen franchise. So she's 13, so I think she she's of age to to go into that. I was getting scared shitless at five with Freddy Cougar and things. So I I I I, yeah. I was I was I was fair. I didn't I didn't introduce it at a at a at a young age. No, but you gotta start them early enough that they can appreciate it as they get older. And have nightmares. Because Freddie gonna have give you nightmares just like yeah. Pennywise. <laughs> yeah. Exactly 100%. I love my Freddy, I love my Pennywise. But yeah, did y'all have anything else y'all wanted to add to this episode? I did. I am good. I didn't. This yeah. this was this was definitely a lot of fun and we got to do it again when I can get the whole freaking group together. And Shanna's feeling better, and Amanda's not going to Norman for stupid Oklahoma Sooner game. <laughs> hey, now, hey, 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 college football—that is, that is, that's that's my shit. So I, uh-huh. I get. I said you said Oklahoma Sooners, right? Football, I mean football game. That's my shit. I don't, I'm not a Sooners fan, but I college football is is very fun. I love college football. Something like that, but man, this was an evening at the movies with the Was It Good Though podcast collab. Horrible bosses. Case, we definitely appreciate you, man, for 
tapping in, come talking with us. Do you have anything else that you want to uh, mention out, throw out there for the people? Uh, your handles or anything? Um, You can find an evening at the movies all over social media. Just look for, uh, just search for the name, an evening at the movies. Um, mm-hmm. You can find the show wherever you get your podcast listening fix. Also, we are always dropping the video recordings from our episodes every Wednesday morning as well on YouTube. So this was a lot of fun. I definitely appreciate you guys allowing me to come on and discuss this movie with you guys. We definitely need to do this again sometime. So check us out and also check out the simplest and crime rewind as well, just because they're not here to shout out their shows. So, um, definitely check out Amanda and Shanna shows as well. They're doing great stuff each and every week as well. So new episodes of crime rewind drop on Tuesdays, new episodes of the simplest dropped on drop on Thursday morning. So check them out. That's loaded up over there, man. Jazz, you have anything else you want to say? No, nah, I just want to say, Casey, thank you. This was a pleasure. This was a lot of fun. And we'll definitely uh, do this again for sure. Shout out to everybody that's listening and watching. Uh, was a good though podcast we drop every Tuesday morning. We got some bonuses coming. We got some live episodes coming. Uh, pretty much goal right now. The biggest one for us is trying to get 500 subscribers on our YouTube before the end of the year. But uh, we definitely appreciate everybody that chats with us, supports, shares, all of that. So that's a fact. Everything Jazz said plus that, and that is all, folks. Yes. <laughs> Did you pull a Bugs Bunny? Like, that's crazy. I did. <laughs> don't, don't let Warner Brothers shut us down. <laughs>